the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Well, usually when something is a runaway, absolute, wonderful, incredible success, people copy it. People want to be like that or use a similar policy. Uh, It doesn't make any difference what field it is. If there is a particular surgical procedure that turns out to be extraordinarily successful, every surgeon in America wants to learn how to do that. If a automobile company comes out with a product, a model, or whatever that is extraordinarily successful, you have all of the other auto companies trying to copy it. Remember when uh, Chevy came out with a Corvette? Ford had to come out with a Thunderbird. When uh, Ford came out with a Mustang, Chevy had to come out with a Camaro. And I don't care what field it is, if something is successful... People want to copy it, especially if it is a successful answer to a difficult problem. Okay. One of the great problems cities in America today are facing is homelessness. We have quite a problem here in Columbus. Now, it's not anything like Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, New York, Detroit, those cities have the greatest homeless problems in America. Hmm. Interesting. They're all run by Democrats. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. The state of California has spent billions. We're not talking millions or hundreds of millions. They have spent billions of dollars on addressing homelessness. San Francisco alone has spent over $1 billion trying to address the homeless problem. As a result, it's worse now than before they spent any money. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, I don't know whether they have spent over a billion, but they've spent hundreds of millions of dollars to deal with a homeless issue. And the result of all that money, it's worse. No, it's not better at all. Contrast that with an area in California, Coronado. I don't know whether you've ever been in the San Diego area, But Coronado is just a spectacular. 
spectacular city. It really is. It is one of the most beautiful cities in all of America. It's it, it really is. Well, guess what? Coronado has no homeless at all. Oh, just recently they had one vagrant, one, but that person is no longer homeless because they got a job and they got a place to stay. Now think of this. Coronado is not a poor area. It's a very affluent area. And so you would think that it would be it would take more money to live in Coronado than almost any place. So if they were homeless there, it's very unlikely that they would get off the street. They would just stay there. And yet, Coronado has no homeless at all in a state where every city has homeless. Well, it's interesting because, as you know, California is left-leaning. Left, 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 left. Coronado has a Republican mayor. His name is Richard Bailey. Now, when he became mayor, Coronado, like all other cities in California, had a homeless problem. They no longer do. Well, what did they do? Well, Mayor Richard Bailey was recently interviewed on TV, and he said this, quote, The policies that are in place at the regional and statewide level that are tolerating this type of behavior that is personally destructive and also destructive to the surrounding communities are really enabling this situation to increase throughout our entire state and throughout our entire region. Changing these policies will actually have a major impact. Mayor Bailey explained that his city works with the police department and a homeless service provider to give the homeless only one option. Get the help you need. That's it. Get the help you need. He goes on and says, if they need help, we will provide help. And we give them one option. They obviously need help. We will provide that for them. But if they're not willing to get help, move on. You're out of here. We're not tolerating it. Quote, Coronado funds reasonable services to help those struggling to get back on their feet, but noted that the city has a no-tolerance policy for violating municipal codes. Quote, We make it very clear. We don't tolerate encampments along our sidewalks. We don't tolerate other code violations, such as being drunk in public, urinating in public, defecating in public. We just simply don't tolerate these basic code violations. What ends up happening is an individual either chooses to get help or they choose to leave. Are you listening? An individual either chooses to get help 
or they choose to leave. Coronado recently reported one homeless person within the entire city, but the mayor said that person fortunately got the help that was needed and is no longer on the streets. He continued, The fact of the matter is there, although there are myriad reasons that people end up homeless, they eventually only fall into two camps, those that want help and those that do not want help. And if those that are refusing to get help shouldn't be granted additional the ability to break laws, such as tent encampments on the sidewalk or urinating or defecating in public. In other words, if they're not willing to get help, they should not be granted the ability to break local laws. He said, we need to be enforcing these policies to ultimately kind of help them get into that other camp that eventually get help. California has allocated over $10 billion to curb the homeless crisis. $10 billion. Has it worked? No. Has it helped? No. California still has 30% of the entire country's homeless population. Well, it's because of the good weather. Ah, they have good weather in Texas. They have good weather in Florida. They have good weather in Arizona. California has become the magnet for homelessness because none of the laws are enforced. The liberal left says this is compassion, allowing people to to form encampments on the street, urinate, defecate. That's compassion. No, it's not compassion. And it's fascinating that in California, that has 30% of all the homeless in the country, there is one city where there is no homeless problem at all. When I began this segment, I said, when something is successful, usually people want to copy it. Unless it's something like homelessness. You would think that the liberals would look at Coronado and say, whoa, look what they've done. And it works. No. Uh-uh. No, they continue on with their failed and dangerous policies. Misplaced compassion. Unintended consequences. We talk about that a lot. And that is the liberal left. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, this is, this is well, fascinating. Uh, 
Most of you are familiar with the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Leadership Conference. I think that's what it is. It's the SPLC. Uh, they, They have a history of labeling anybody who is conservative as a hate group. If you can think of almost any Christian ministry that probably you have respect for, the SPLC has labeled it as a hate group. Focus on the family, the Alliance Defending Freedom, uh, American Family Network, uh, um, well, almost any conservative Christian group has been labeled a hate group. Uh, Linda Harvey with Mission America. Linda is on WRFD and has been for a long time. She's been labeled a a hate monger. Uh, Anyway, this is kind of their DNA. They are far, far, far left. And they love to try to destroy anyone who is conservative, whether it's politically or theologically. Hate group, hate group, hate group, hate group, violent, violent, hate group, hate group. That's why this story is just delicious with irony. You may have heard about the destructive, dangerous riots down in Atlanta recently. The city of Atlanta, which, by the way, has a black mayor, a fairly liberal left-leaning black mayor, the city of Atlanta is building a new training center for their police. Now, Black Lives Matter and other left-wing groups have been demanding police need better training, police need better training, police need better training. We've heard that all over the country. And by the way, I'm all for better police training. But left-wing radical black groups particularly have been demanding that police get better training. So you have the city of Atlanta with a liberal black uh, mayor who is helping to spearhead the building of a new training center for Atlanta cops. Now, you would think that the left wing would be thrilled about this. Black Lives Matter and others, you would think they would be thrilled about this. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, they hate authority. They hate police. They love anarchy. That's what Antifa and, and by the way, most of you know, that's what Black Lives Matter, the movement, not the sentiment, the movement is all about. Anarchy. So anyway, there have been continued protests over the building of this police training facility. The uh, radicals have called it Cop City. Cop City. And they're constantly trying to hinder the construction. Well, a couple of days ago, a large group 
rioted at this facility. Uh, Police were called. Uh, Molotov cocktails were thrown at police. Construction equipment was set on fire. Rocks and bottles were thrown at police. Uh, There was an effort to injure police. And of those, 23 individuals have been charged with, quote, domestic terrorism, which is a description of what this thing was all about. They're burning, they're rioting, they're trying to injure. And so 23 people have been charged with domestic terrorism. Well, wait a minute. I thought the greatest threat to America was right-wing. Right-wing terrorism. Right-wing violence. Uh, No, this is uh, left-wing. 23 people charged with domestic terrorism. Now, it's interesting. Of the 23, only two are from Georgia. And only one lives in Atlanta. There were anarchists from Canada and even France. This was a concerted, planned attack on police. And yes, it was domestic terrorism. Well, Bob, why did you go into all that stuff about the uh, SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center? Uh, One of those arrested and charged with violent domestic terrorism is a lawyer for the SPLC. Yeah, he is um, a lawyer for this group that calls anybody a conservative, any conservative, a hate monger and a terrorist. Hmm. Fascinating in a sad way. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.